Hey guys, it's Kuba Gretsch here from Kick It to Scoot. I am the sole admin of AFL information, trade rumors, and results. You want to be part of the show, Kick It to Scoot? Send through your questions through the Facebook link, which I'll attach every show on the post. And if you want to email me at aflinfolive at gmail.com, send through your questions and you may feature on the show and be answered your question from yours truly, Kuba Gretsch, for free. Yes, for free. If you want to be on the show, as I said, send it through and I'll get back to you. Go Saints. Too easy, this is. Kick it to Scoops. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Kick It to Scoops. I'm your host, Cooper Gretsch, the sole admin of AFL Information, Trade Rumors and Results. With another virtual edition of Kick It to Scoops. Uh, yep, virtual is the way to go at the moment, unfortunately, but it is what it is. Now, I've got a big, big show today, a massive edition of Scoops Goes Bang. You thought last week was big, which it was. I'm going to go through a lot of topics. I'm going to go through some COVID dramas. I'm going to go through Tom Hawkins getting let off for concussing Dara Joyce from St Kilda. I'm going to be talking about Dion Prestia and the incident with him breaking COVID protocols, the Olympic Committee whinging about having to do double quarantine in South Australia, and of course, the AFL umpiring. There's a lot of things I'm going to mention about that. Uh, I'm going to also review and preview the rounds just gone. I'm going to go through my rolling All-Australian team, my finals predictions, who's going to make the finals. I'm going to mention something about something that's going to be brought up for next season on the show and a competition we're going to have. A lot of people have asked me about a certain competition. I'm going to mention that later. Just the one audio message today. We're going to go through some merch and cameo. And towards the end of the show, I'm going to announce the competition winner for two free stubby holders. The question was on a Facebook post, which I've had the last week. The question was, what is your favourite kick it to scoops moments? Kick it to scoops moment and why? I'm going to announce that winner at the end of the show. And I'll tell you what, to pick a winner was very, very hard. But the winner is a rightful winner of two free stubby holders of, from Kicking Scoops. Uh, but before I go through that, you want me on Cameo, head to cameo.com forward slash Cooper G and merch. There is new merch available right now. It's going to drop live as we speak. The merch, you've seen last night, I revealed that uh, there was a new hat. Well, you. Weren't so sure about that hat? Well, you're going to have more options. There's not only going to be another hat released. There's not going to be only two hats released. There's now going to be three live on the channel. In the description, you will see the links to the merch, which you can get. Um, and as I'm speaking right now, you can see the next hat options that are going to be available for you. Not just the one I posted last night, but the two now, including you mad bro, which I know a lot of people are going to love that hat as well, all for $25. 
And, and I can officially announce right now, we're going to have a new hoodie. Yes, a new hoodie. Now, a lot of people like saying that I'm a big muscle boy. And, uh, yeah, well, the double Cobra, I'm labeling this hoodie, the double Cobra hoodie is available right now as we speak, right now. So if you want that, the price is on the website. So if you want to double check the prices for everything, they're on the website. Now, let's move on to the world famous segment, Scoops Goes Bang. Oh, Gladys, Gladys Berejiklian. Yes, I knew how to pronounce her last name, but I'm still going to run with what I normally run. Gladys, I don't give a shit what your last name is. Gladys, 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 Gladys. Now, also last week, I wanted to credit uh, Pickles, uh, the YouTuber, for having that great video that I was shown last week. He has a lot of great videos. So Swollen Pickles, I think his YouTube name was. Go check him out on YouTube. Uh, but yeah, Gladys. You're continuously stuffing up the AFL competition, the world in Australia, the country in Australia, not only stuff up New South Wales, lift your game, Gladys, lift your game. Now, I'm also going to pre-warn you, there's going to be a lot of swearing involved in this segment. So I didn't say just then because now I wanted to pre-warn you. Uh, sticking on the COVID side of things, um, illegal gatherings in Victoria in particular and in New South Wales, but this particular incident I'm going to talk about is in Victoria. Now, the lockdown in Melbourne has been extended for a few weeks, and fair enough, too. You want to be out of lockdown. You want a bit more freedom, you idiots. Don't do illegal gatherings. You want to see these idiots doing an engagement party of about 69 people, and about at least three, as of yesterday, were COVID positive. And, and you've seen the video of the people laughing. I don't know how you can think that's the right thing to do. People cannot attend weddings, uh, gatherings, funerals for god's sake because like inconsiderate like this unfortunately people have seen their loved ones pass away and not been able to celebrate their life in some way shape or form and attend a funeral and or if there is there's been limits and these are inconsiderate that they show no sympathy for them whatsoever now i mean you never condone people threatening people and i know that firsthand that it is not on at all but now the people that are a part of this illegal gathering in this particular engagement party, they're saying that oh, I don't deserve to be attacked and that now, no, you never deserve to be threatened and death threats being shown. But to be honest, excluding that, I have no sympathy for you scumbags, wankers, idiots whatsoever. I tell you what, you want sympathy? You know exactly what you did. You were laughing in this particular video about it and um, you wanted to keep laughing, and you pre-plan this. You were always going to do this, you scumbags. And not only have you fucked Victoria, fucked up a lot of people's lives and mental health um, conditions. So you scumbags, along there's not there. That's not the only legal gathering, but this one got to social media heavily, and Dan Andrews yesterday was very pissed off and shitty about it, and fair enough too. These idiots at this illegal gathering in particular have fucked up Victoria, and I can tell you right now there will be no final series in Victoria. The grand final will be in Perth. So to those scumbags, lift your game and should be jailed. Now, this is also a bit of COVID-related, but a bit sport-related as well. The Olympic Committee and playing staff, in particular the Olympic Committee CEO and all those people, the higher-ups, they're complaining that they had to do a double quarantine, do 14 days in Sydney and 14 days in Adelaide. Well, you're idiots. You were pre-warned by Nicola Spiria, the uh, SA Chief Health Officer, that you were warned 
I think it was on the 30th of July before you had returned. But if you were to go into Sydney, it is a huge risk. It's an extreme risk because a lot of states are labelling Sydney as an extreme risk. Um, it has shown plenty of times that people that come out of hotel quarantine in Sydney to other states have leaked out into other states. I think 14 days, I'll be done at 14 in Sydney, we'll be okay. Wow. In multiple breaches, and there's been multiple instances where there's been cases come out into the public in Victoria and SA from um, New South Wales quarantine, hotel quarantine. It is not safe at the moment, as you may think. So I completely defend Nicholas Spurrier and the SA government, Stephen Marshall and the Premier, um, for doing what they had to do. You want to bitch and moan about doing 20 days? A, don't go to Ch- go to China or Tokyo, wherever you host the Olympics. Don't go there. You will clearly know that this could happen. So don't bitch, moan, complain like a f- bunch of babies and cry like you already got special treatment to go there. A lot of people can't, as I said, go to funerals, go to certain things, go overseas to see loved ones who are tragically passing. You got the privilege. You got heavily paid to do go to the Olympics and represent your countries and everything. You're bitching about doing an extra 14 days? F- me. Stop whinging, you self-entitled b- You've got a lot of things your way. The, your CEO that was complaining and blaming and saying that, don't blame SA, blame your stupid committee. They were pre-warned. Why the f*** would you go through Sydney? Why would you go through Sydney? Absolute idiots. If you should be mad at anyone, it should be those idiots at the Olympic Committee. So lift your f*** name. <sighs> now, move on to a few AFL incidents, AFL incidents in scoops goes bang now. Dara Joyce from the Saint, the Irishman, and Tom Hawkins. Now, Tom Hawkins got let off for a dangerous tackle which can cast Darrow Joyce from St Kilda. He's going to miss this week. But Tom Morgan's, no, he did not get he did not get a week, not two weeks. No, he didn't get a fine. He got nothing. It got cleared. And basically the ruling from Michael Shin was effectively saying that Darrow Joyce's shoulder is the reason why he got concussed. Are you f-ing kidding me? Darrow Joyce basically concussed himself? Nah, it's got nothing to do with what Tom Hawkins slamming Darrow Joyce in the ground. People saying he had the ball. The ball had come out. Zach Jones had the ball. For fuck's sake, go watch your footage again if you're blind and you put your glasses on. You can't see. Tom Morgan slammed Daryl Joyce in the ground, whether it was intentional or not. That action alone is worth the week. We've seen other players be suspended, like Nick Coleman and a few others, for instance, like that. But oh, that's right. He's not a Geelong player. He's not a big name player, Nick Coleman or any other player that's been saying Cordy got a fine for a similar incident. So where was Tom Hawkins' fine? The inconsistency, inconsistency, fucking pathetic. From the AFL Batch Review Officer, Michael Christian, the Tribunal, the AFL in general. The umpiring is garbage. The umpiring is garbage. The Batch Review Officer is garbage. Tom Wilkins should have got And he's got a bad record. And he's still got let off. I'm angry about this. Not because it's on a secure player. Because the big name players, like I said last week, keep continuously getting let off. And it has to f***ing stop. It is bullshit. Absolutely bullshit. He shouldn't be playing this week against Melbourne. Um, and as I tweeted, Maxi Gorn. Please do the rest of Australia a favour and beat Geelong. They don't deserve to win this game or any game for that matter uh, heading into the finals too. So not necessarily blaming Tom Hawkins. I'm blaming the match review officer Michael Christian and the Tribunal Co and the AFL hierarchy for letting him off. Lift your games! F***ing pathetic. Oh, something else that he's fucking pathetic. Dion Pressy from Richmond. Um, look, people are going to say, oh, here we go. He's bagging a Richmond play again. It's not about Richmond per se. It's about Dion Prestia. Everyone, AFL players are getting a privilege to play sport, professional sport, 
where a lot of people can't do anything in the public eyes. They're supposed to be role models. They're meant to follow their own. They've got their own protocols, AFL plays, and then you've got the government protocols from the state you're in. Dion Prestia has not only breached it, I don't give a shit what people want to say about this. He had his mask down, and people want to say, oh, he's wearing a mask. Wearing a mask on your chin is not wearing your mask properly, you idiots. You absolute indegenerates, dumbasses, trolls, geeks, whatever. Dion Prestia is a footballer, supposed to be a role model. A, you should not have posted that photo. A, you should have his mask on. And supposedly he was in his 5K, and even so, they've got their own protocols. And he was there of mates. Are you going to tell me it's coincidentally with the fan? A, that was apparently people he knew, because look at the Instagram tweet. They all knew each other. But clearly it was intentional. And I don't care if he had just posted the photo and walked away. He still broke protocols by having his mask down. That's not only an AFL protocol, but it's a government protocol. So Dion Preston should be stepped down, effective immediately, not just for this round. He should be temporarily at least suspended and have his contract terminated. I don't care what anyone says. People say, oh, if it's a secure player. If any secure player had done that, I'd be saying the exact same thing. Same stance I've been saying about this type of stuff for a long, long time now. Dion Preston should be embarrassed, ashamed, should definitely not be playing this week. He should be having his payments handed in. And and if they want to terminate his contract, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Lift your game, Dion. Pathetic. Human meatball. Pathetic. Um, finally, the AFL umpire, as I slightly mentioned it before, there's a clear agenda. I mentioned last week, Bonte Pelle getting looked after. Joel Selwood gets looked after week in, week out. The big name players are always looked after. And the match review instance, as I just said, with Zane Cordy, and the Tom Hawkins is clear examples. They're both effectively the exact same. One got fined, one didn't. Oh, I know why. One's a fringe player and one isn't a big name Geelong key forward. It's exactly proven to me week in, week out, and a lot of people know that Richmond players get looked after, Geelong players get looked after, and every big name player gets looked after. It is absolutely pathetic. And the umpire now, I've defended Essendon and saying they've been screwed over a few times this year, but people saying that you're going on Essendon again. I've, if you actually watch your show and watch follow my posts, I've actually defended Essendon a few times where the umpire has been blatantly against them. But in the second quarter against Gold Coast, and at uh, GMHBA rather, the game was even a quarter time. In the, in the second quarter, the first 10 minutes of the second quarter, Essendon seven free kicks, seven. Gold Coast won. The freeze that Goggles did not get was a key contributor as well. People want to say it's not just the number. No, it's not just the number. It's the freeze that Goggles did not get. I had seen Essendon got multiple freeze in that 10-minute patch, which resulted in goals, and Gold Coast had similar incidents happen to them. No free. Don't tell me it's favoured. The AFL won Essendon and Richmond in the finals. Unfortunately for them, Richmond lost. They didn't want Toby Green playing, so they wanted to help Richmond win. They lost. Bad luck. Now you're trying to help Essendon get in. It's pathetic. We're going to go through the games later on, but Essendon will probably make finals now, which the AFL will be loving. They've got a big-name Victorian club in there, but they're not going to be able to play games in Victoria. But AFL umpire and fraternity, lift your game is pathetic. <clears throat> now, I hope you enjoy that extended long edition of Scoops in Joe's Bang. Now, we're going to review and preview the rounds just gone and upcoming, but we're going to go through the games that just happened last round. And Yes, I know. Um, some bad results for my Saints, effectively ruling them out. Richmond have been ruled out. We'll go all the way back to Friday night at Marvel Stadium. GWS 106 defeated Richmond 67. GWS with 39-point victory. Great to see. Great to see. GWS, Tim Taranto was great kicking four in around 20 disposals, playing mainly up forward. So Timmy Taranto was great in the absence of Toby Green, filling in the Toby Green role. Harry Himmelberg was pretty good kicking three. Lockie Whitfield was great again. 
Isaac Cumming, Callum Ward. There was a lot of great players for the Giants. And Richmond's season is gone. Uh, Hawthorne Bulldogs, the upset of the round for sure. Hawthorne in Tassie, 64. Defeated the Western Bulldogs, 37. Hawthorne by 27 points. Clarko going out with a bang. Haven't won three or four. Three of the last four, and I think they had that draws. The Hawks are on fire in the last one. Opposite left their run way too late. And it makes Jeff Kenner look like an even bigger fool now letting Clarko go when he's won three of the last four. So Jeff Kenner looks like an absolute fool, but he normally does anyway. And the Bulldogs, they'd be really concerned at the moment. They had that loss to Hawthorne. They scraped a line against Goggins a few weeks ago. They lost to Essendon the week before. They've been real scratches late. There's a big, big concerns there. Josh Bruce out the rest of your ACL. Uh, Aaron Norton not in the best form now with Brucey gone. So some troubles down at the Bulldogs at the moment. Not, I would say not major, major concerns, but big concerns at the Bulldogs at the moment, especially when they're going to have to face teams like Melbourne and Brisbane and Sydney in the upcoming final rounds of the or first few rounds of the final series. Going all the way back to the Adelaide Oval on Saturday also, Carlton, 45, smashed by the power, won 40, 95-point victory to the power. Carlton were up a quarter time. And they were up early in the second quarter as well for most of that second halfway through the second quarter. And it went all downhill again, downhill for them. Mark Murphy retired after the game through 100. And okay, getting all right, game through 100 in his final game. But Murphy would be disappointed with how calm performed. Who again want to criticize David Teague? You've got to look at who they got out of them. They've got no ruckman at the moment. Tom DeConning is not a ruckman. They've got Mark Pitney out injured. Harry McKay's out. Paddy Cripps is playing injured. A lot of other players. Charlie Kerner has only just come back. And they've got a lot of injuries. So got to cut David Seasons. David takes him sat slack. Unfortunately, he's probably going to see him gone at the end of the year with Clarko, Ross Lyon, Dom, um, yeah, Clarko, Ross Lyon will probably take over Carlton. But um, you have to see what happens. Now, this game started similar. The margin wasn't, in the end, wasn't as big, but it similarly started the same way. St Kilda, five goals in the first quarter of Geelong, or five in a row in the first quarter. Geelong kicked three late in that first quarter. But unfortunately, the Saints' season is over. St Kilda, 71, defeated by Geelong, 85. Geelong winning by 14 points. Um, Max King was on fire in the first quarter, kicking two with five marks. I think four of them were contested. And he was on fire, Maxie King. Winks. And then Heritage abducted like he did last week in the impact of the rest of his game. And uh, Timmy Membry, young Cooper Sharman, the mid-season recruit, did well. Jack Steele's and Amanda still did well. Sam Manigola was one of the best for Geelong, um, along with Cam Guthrie Fatter. Unfortunately, that means the season for the Saints is over in terms of finals. Saturday night at the Gabba, Brisbane 142 spanked the Pies 57, 85-point victory. Some big results this round in high-scoring margins. Not much to say. Zorko, Neil, McCluggage, Jared Lyons, Charlie Cameron, Dan McStay, Joe Danher all performing well for the Lions and Jack Chris was probably the best for the Pies. We'll move on to the other game on Saturday night at Marble Stadium. North Melbourne, 77, defeated by the Swannies, 91, 14-point victory to the Swans. Well, Luke Parker was great, as he always is. Uh, John Dawson, uh, Will Haywood, uh, Jack Z, Aaron Hall was pretty good for the Bruce, Josh Simkin, but uh, yeah, unfortunately for the Bruce, 14-point victory to the Swans. Uh, and on Sunday, the MCG, Adelaide started off pretty well, but Melbourne ended up being 41-point victory to the, uh, sw- uh, the Swans, to the Demons, 104 to the Crow 63. O'Reilly, O'Brien, so uh, mature age ruckman in, Kieran Sean played his second game. I thought he did pretty solid on Max Gordon, to be honest. Max Gordon's not in the greatest of form the last month or two. Uh, in the end, Bailey Fritch kicked seven, three of them in the last five minutes. Um, but, yeah, they put out the margin to 41, but LA were pretty competitive for three and a half quarters. Uh, I mentioned this a bit earlier. Essendon, 68-point victory over the Suns, 98 to 30. Uh, yeah, Nick Hine was good. Um, Toy Miller was all right. Brandon Ferrini was good. 
Jake Stringer was good. Darcy Parrish. So, yeah, not much to say there. So, in the finals bound, are they? Well, you have to find out soon when I go through my tips for this round and see who make finals. Fremantle, 79 in the Derby. Defeated the Eagles, 64, 15-point victory. What a great game this was in particular in the third and fourth quarter. Um, Freya were pretty dominant in the first half. Eagles came back um, and then set up a good final quarter. Andrew Gaff was pretty good for the Eagles. Uh, the Dockers had a lot of good contributors. Maddie Tabernar. Um, yeah, Elliot Yo was a bit quiet, but, yeah, there's some good games there. Uh, now, I'm going to preview the final round. Now, before I do that, I just want to go through the ladder and the teams that can make it. So I'm going to interpret my final eight predictions for this year. Uh, yeah, for this week, rather, and see who will make finals. you got Melbourne on top. Then you got Geelong, Quilate and Western Bulldogs. And then you got Brisbane. Due to percentage, I don't think Sydney, Sydney can't make the top four. So in terms of Brisbane, so I think that Melbourne, Geelong, Adelaide, uh, GDS will be safe as they got Carlton. So the eighth spot is down at Essendon, Fremantle, and West Coast. Uh, I think West Coast, as I said, will lose to Brisbane. I also think that GDS will be Carlton. So that leaves Essendon in Collingwood and Freire and St Kilda. I think if Essendon, clearly if Essendon win, they're in the eight. If they lose, Fremantle have a chance to make the eight. Because I think there are potential to beat my Saints with Maxi King not set to play. A few others probably not going to be in risk through injury. Um, but in saying that, it's going to be down to Essendon and Fremantle for me for the eighth spot. Now, in a preview of the round 23 games, are all times are confirmed, venues are confirmed bar one, but I can exclusively, exclusively reveal that the Saints were playing Fremantle in Tasmania. A bit of money there, so they get some money because um, they can't have any credit Marvel and they can't make finals now, unfortunately. So well, makes, might as well make some money while you can. The game at Friday night at Marvel Stadium, the 7.50, the Bulldogs in Adelaide. Again, set up the top four, so I'm going to go for the power of the Bulldogs being as a semi inconsistent as of late. Uh, Richmond and Hawthorne. I'm going to go through, by the way, some retirees after these rounds. Um, Richmond and Hawthorne, I think Hawks will win. They're in great form at the moment. Richmond are gone, as I said, so I think Hawthorne will win there and continue the season on, end the season on a good way, on a good note. 145 on Saturday, also at Marvel Stadium, the Swans and the Suns. I'm going to go for the Swans there. Uh, it's 435 at the Gabba, Brisbane and West Coast, as I said. I'm going to go for Brisbane Lions comfortably. Geelong, Melbourne at GMHBA Stadium, 725. I'm going to go for Melbourne. 740 at Marvel Stadium at 740 on Saturday night. Carlton, GWS, I'm going to go for the Giants. Sunday, as I said, the venue's to be confirmed officially, but it was set to be at, in Tasmania, Blindstone Arena. 1215, St Kilda and Fremantle. I'm still going to go for my Saints, and hopefully they can have a victory in the last round of the home and away season. But the Dockers... Look, if there's any game, I'm going to tell you right now, if there's any game I'm happy with St. Kilda to lose, it's this one. Because if it makes Essendon not make the eight and Fremantle get in, well, I'm happy with that. Speaking of Essendon, Essendon and Collingwood at the MCG. Look, I think Essendon will win, but Collingwood, they've got a big rivalry. Um, at an empty MCG, there's a small chance that Collingwood could win this. But in saying that, I think Essendon will just get over the line there. And the final game to complete round 23 in the home and away season, Adelaide and North Melbourne at 4.40 at the Adelaide Oval during time. I'm going to go for the Crows just. But toss the coin this one. Now, I'm also mentioned, I'm going to go through some retirees, which I'm going to do so right now. Um, now, some of these are delistees slash retirees, whatever way you want to take it. Um, but I'm going to go through the list now. I want to congratulate all the following players on their AFL careers. Start off from the Crows. 
As of, as of this recording, these are the current retirees and delistees. From the Crows, Tom Lynch, who had 29 on the weekend, was great. He was officially delisted, set to play on elsewhere. Tyson Stengel retired early for off-field reasons. Daniel Talia, like Tom Lynch, was delisted. I see him didn't go elsewhere, but has been prone to injury the last year. Uh, from Carlton, I'm going to mention Carlton ones last for obvious reasons. Essendon, Patrick Ambrose has retired. From Fremantle, Stephen Hill was retired. And Lino Tom's a Category B rookie was delisted only a few weeks ago. Hawthorne, early in the year, Jonathan Patton and Tom Scully retired. From Volade, the his nickname is The Peak because he's a fantasy um, beast. Tommy Rockcliffe had some health issues. So Rich Tommy Rockcliffe has had a great career at the Brisbane Lions in particular and also at Richmond, at, at Richmond, at Twilight in Brisbane. Richmond, as of this morning, David Asprey shockingly has retired at the age of 30. Um, yeah, I thought he could have gone for a few more years, but he's retired. David Asprey was out last week, so he'll be back this week, I'm sure. The Saints still and Robin also retired with the health issues, with heart problems. I wish, and as I said at the time, Robbo all the best. He's a great guy, Dill Robertson. Doing some coaching down at St Kilda now, so I wish Robbo all the best in his continued health battles. Um, another health battle injury. Injury. Daniel Venables had to retire with sickening head clash a year or so ago. Now officially retired as of a few weeks. Daniel Venables was a Premiership player. He was only played 20 odd games, but won a Premiership. At least he got to see that in his career before he unfortunately had to tragically retire. Lin Jong from the Western Bulls has retired also, and at the Gold Coast we also got three big retirees also. Jack Homps, Jordan Murdoch, and Zach Smith. The Pies, Levi Green retired no longer due to concussion. I wish Levi all the best. Chris May, I thought, retired early at the Pies. He's in great. He's probably in career best form. Chris May, but retired as of a few weeks ago. Good to Maney in the last game against Essendon on the weekend. And the big ones, or some of the other big ones. We mentioned Mark May multiple times. Levi Castle was today delisted. Oh, sorry, retired, Levi did. Uh, so I wish Levi all the best in his... Oh, no, sorry, take that back. He was delisted. But he could end up retiring. But I hope Levi has another chance. He's at his best. He's a solid player, especially clubs that lack key forward options, which Carlton do, which is a bit of a surprise. And finally, the great Eddie Betts. People say, I'm Eddie Betts. Well, take that way whatever you like. But Eddie Betts has retired after this weekend against Carlton, against GWS at Marvel, at an empty Marvel, in game 350, 350th and final game. Eddie Betts has been an icon for the AFL for a long, long time, and he always will be. Eddie, wish you all the best, mate. And Eddie Betts, everyone loves to recreate goals like Eddie Betts, which people have seen my goal recreating the great Eddie Betts against Gold Coast when he represented the Crows and Mar- Adelaide Oval. What a great goal that was. Eddie's kicked some great goals over his time. One of the, one of the best, if not the best key forward, of, uh, sorry, best small forward of all time. Eddie Betts, you're our machine. All the best, mate, in your retiree and retirement. Now, we're going to go through my rolling All-Australian team after round 22. Um, well, before I go through this, I'm going to have a big show next week. There is no Brownlow votes on this edition of Kick It The Scoops because I'm going to have a Scoops medal next week. I'll go through the final few rounds of votes and some special guests, potentially. But we'll see then. We'll go through my rolling All-Australian team after round 22. In the back line, Jake Lloyd and Isaac coming in the pockets. But back in the side at full back, despite not playing this week, is Stephen May. Uh, half back line consists of Jack Crisp with his crisp disposal and Daniel Rich, where he's a rich boy. And despite being out for the rest of the season, also not playing on the weekend, is Tom Stewart at centre back. The wingman, Tommy Mitchell and Carl Amon. The sentiment is Jack Steele, man of steel. I mean, I want to say that that line is not going to change. Rory Led, Luke Parker, the half forwards. Centre forward, also not playing on the weekend, is Josh Bruce, but 
had a great season. It needs someone to replace Tex, so Josh Bruce is there. The forward pockets consist of Toby Green, and back in the side is Bailey, reach up King seven. Harry McCoy, despite not playing on the week and also not playing next week, he's the, for a lot of key position players not playing for the last few weeks. Um, so it's a bit hard to take some in and not put some, not take some out and put some in. Uh, but Harry McCoy is the common medal leader and will win the common medal. So he's at full forward. Toby Green, as I said, in the pocket with Fritch. Sean Darcy is the Ruckman Stolls debating that spot, but I've stuck with Sean Darcy. Toyk Miller and Jackson McRae are the Rovers. The interchange bed still consists of Zach Merritt, Clayton Oliver, Ollie Wines, and Sam Walsh. So the overall changes from the round 21 rolling all Australian team to the current rolling current rolling all Australian team in is Stephen May and Bailey Fritch, two demons, out for Tom Hawkins and Sam Taylor. Now both you could say Sam Taylor and Hawkins are stiff. They are still a contender for the being in the final team, but I'll reveal that exclu- exclusively on my show next week. And leave your thoughts down below, guys, what your thoughts are on my rolling all Australian team. Now, I'm going to announce something to you all. A super coach league, people have been asking about it. I had been thinking about it, but when I had been thinking about it, it was too late. So from next season, I can happily happily confirm I will have a Supercoach League for all of you. Now, I still do Supercoach. I've been doing it for a long, long time, finishing the top 5% most years, excluding last year and looking likely this year I won't. But I'm always top 5% finish getter, Supercoach. Um, so... There'll be a Supercoach League code I will send for next season, obviously, in around March next year. Happily to confirm, yeah, there will be a Supercoach League for kick it to scoops and maybe some prize at the end. Maybe, maybe, maybe not, but we'll see. We'll figure that out when it comes around next season. And also, I'm going to go through one audio message today, um, and we're going to listen to it now from Sam. and hear his question. Hey, Scoops, it's number one fan, Sam. Um, just wondering where you think the Saints need to improve next year to, to really compete as the top eight side. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. What do they need to improve to be a contender and top eight side next year? Well, mate, I think they just need to get a clean run of injuries, to be honest, mate. You've seen Paddy Wright and Ryan Marshall being in and out of the side this year. You've seen uh, the key defensive side being crawled by injury, James Frawley, Jakey Carlisle. Dougal Howell's missed a few weeks here and there. Um and then, yeah, Jay Gresham's been out for the whole year. Jake Higgins has missed some weeks. Um, ben Patton's missed some weeks. Um, um, there's a lot of players been missing. Uh, Greg Crouch at the start of the year. So there's been a lot of key players. Zach Jones missed a lot of weeks through injury. Um, so, yeah, just need to stabilise that. But we do need some key defensive stocks for Dougal Howard. A chip for all, if he's not going to play on next year, or Jake Carlisle, they need someone in that area, whether experienced. They need to be experienced, like a Daniel Talia even, or... Someone like that. Even a Tom Lynch up forward, I wouldn't rule out uh, from the Crows. He's had some good back into the year. But uh, two players I would be talented to get a recruit is Isaac Cumming is one from the Giants. They need some of those halfback utilities. They got rid of Shane Savage, Dill Robertson um, over the time. So they need that type. Nick Caulfield and Ben Long are not the answer. They need players like Isaac Cumming in that position who then sew up their, sew up their future there at the Saints with Isaac Cumming would be one I'd be targeting, but he's contracted for at least another year. And he's a regular now at the Giants and in my rolling All-Australian team, Sam. But, um, yeah, mate, they just need that. They need a clean run of injuries. They need some depth in the key defenders area, some halfbacks, and a key forward. Will Ben King, will this be the year that Benny King joins in Kilda? He will, whether it's this year or the previous year, next year. We'll have to wait and see, mate. I appreciate Sammy for your questions. Again, guys, if I say every week, if you want any of your questions answered on the show, 
just send through an audio message to my email at aflinfolive at gmail.com. Now, I'm going to mention again, merch and Cameo. You want me on Cameo, head to cameo.com forward slash Cooper G. And merch, as I said at the top of the show, three hats, a hoodie, the three T-shirts, a mug, and stubby holder. You want any of that merch, you know what to do. Head to the website, which is the link is attached in this video, and you can get your merch today. And Cameo as well on cameo.com forward slash Cooper G. If you want a personalized video message from yours truly, Cooper Gretch, the sole admin of AFL information, trade rumors and results. Before I get to my final thoughts, the competition winner for the two free stubby holes will be announced. Drum roll, please. <laughs> the winner of the two free stubby holders is Adam Ryan. Adam Ryan had a great comment. There's a lot of great comments. I appreciate you all for your comments. Adam Ryan, you are the winner. And this is the comment that Adam Ryan made. But before we do that, oh, actually, I'm going to go through his comment first. His comment was, there was a little bit at the end of, a sh- of the show a few weeks ago. Most would have missed it. So true. Someone was heckling Scoops from behind the camera. So Scoops gave him a spray. Then the police arrived and Scoops had the heckler arrested. Was a great way to end the show, says Adam Ryan. Great comment, mate. And that's why you have won two free stubby holders. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Cooper are heckling off a guy who, and the police arrested him and removed him from the set. You don't know what I'm talking about? Have a listen to it right now. Until next week, everyone, have a great one. And most importantly, hang on a minute. Excuse me, do you mind? I'm trying to film. How are you? Yeah, that's what I thought, mate. Yeah, anyway. No, I tell you what, if you say that again. Yeah, arrest him. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. Good job. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Until next week, everyone. Have a great one. And most importantly, go the Saints! Now, also, guys, you you seen that clip? You've seen it. Yeah. That heck I got arrested. That is what Adam Ryan was on about. So, you want to win any merch in the future? Be like Adam Ryan. Be like Adam Ryan. And notice things. Watch the whole show. Little moments that you might enjoy. You may enjoy. There were some great comments. Um, I'm not going to go through some others because don't want to decrease the value of the winner. Adam Ryan. Adam Ryan. Adam Ryan. Ryan. Adam Ryan. Please DM me your address uh, where you want the merch sent, and we will send you the two free stubby holders, mate. Congratulations again, Adam Ryan, for winning the two free stubby holders. Now, my final thoughts are this. You want me on Cameo, head to cameo.com forward slash Cooper G. And Mercer said three tops, three hats, a hoodie, a stubby holder, and a mug. You want any of that merch, head to the website, which is attached in this YouTube video. I'm always posting it on Facebook. Um, yep, yeah, leave the website link in your favorites on your tabs, on your devices, on your laptops or whatever. Then you will never forget the merch. Put uh, notifications on my Facebook post and you'll see a lot of notifications come through relating to news, trade news, information, merch updates, everything. You'll see them on the website and the, the posts, or sorry, the photos of the merch, the new merch are attached in this video already, which you would have seen. Now, guys, I appreciate this week's edition of Kick the Scoops. If you want any more segments at all, you know what to do. Send me through some suggestions. We can potentially go through that. I want to make a little bit of an announcement too. I am planning to stick around for people that keep asking during the trade period and have a, a big show through the trade period and the draft period. 
Um, kick it to scoops never ends. So I hope you enjoy. There may be some breaks from time to time, but kick it to scoops will be on regularly still throughout the off season because I will be here for the off season because the trade period is one of the biggest times of the year and one of the best times of the year, especially if your team's not in the final series. A trade period and the draft period is what most teams that don't make the eight look forward to. Appreciate you all. Thanks for joining me on Kick It Super. Until next week, go and have a great one. And most importantly, go the Saiyans! Woohoo!